It's the Morning Blitz. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. If you want to be a winner today from us here at Rocking and Media, we have a pair of tickets for this upcoming Sunday, November the 5th, 4 o'clock Central Time, Kansas, Wesley and JV in town. You can catch Colby Community College men's basketball, and we'll have tickets to give away to the games all season long. Here's a chance if you want to get a pair of these tickets, text in the word TROJAN. The 785-899-2222. Check text in the word Trojan, 785-899-2222. And you can get a pair of tickets to watch Colby Community College basketball take on Kansas Wesleyan Junior Varsity. That is to on that's on Sunday, excuse me. That is on Sunday. Speaking of Colby, a bit of a programming note here. Uh starting on Monday, the show will be making a minor change. We'll be welcoming in Christian Peck Dimmitt to the show full-time. He'll be joining us as a co-host, so glad to have, looking forward to having Christian on the program, but uh, glad to have him joining the show. He'll be giving us his uh, perspectives uh, not only on Colby Athletics, but on his uh, entire realm of sports, which probably will be in some form or fashion NBA basketball because he loves it, and I don't know why because it's trash, Uh, but that's just me. But he'll try to probably force it down our throats, and we'll find a way to make sure that he doesn't. So anyway, but Christian Peck Dimmitt will join the Morning Blitz on a full-time basis starting on Monday. Look forward to having him on the program. But uh, uh, let's uh, let's transition into our guest of the day. It is Friday, and that usually means our good friend Connor Nickel from kpreps.com. Uh, Sports in Kansas as well is uh, able to join us and talk a little bit about high school football and state volleyball here on this Friday. Connor, I want to start first and foremost with State volleyball. What were some of your biggest takeaways from the previous Friday and Saturday? Well, Hoxie volleyball, extremely, extremely impressive. You know, Smith Center and Hall of Fame coach, uh, Coach Lynn's likely final season. Uh, you know, they had been top uh, two the last three years, um, and they had beaten Hoxie 10 consecutive times going back back to, to 2019 including just two weeks prior to state in that matchup, uh, Smith center held Hoxie to 137 hitting and Hoxie had just three um, aces in that, in that match. Then they met, met at state and um, Emily Bainter, 15 kills, a huge performance. Josie Kennedy, obviously the outstanding basketball player, 22 assists and Hoxie went from hitting 137 to 314 and they had 11 um, aces. You know, if there is a slight weakness in Smith Center, it is their serve-receive, uh, and Hoxie really took uh, a big, uh, uh, you know, advantage of that. So incredible performance for Hoxie to finish second. You know, Class 2A, we had noted a number of times this year that probably the top seven teams in 2A were all in the West. Um, and for Hoxie to finish second, what a what an amazing season! You know, Hillsboro uh, repeated as 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 the state titleist, and Smith Center did take third, and then of course Inman took fourth again. Those are all Western teams. Um, uh, Heritage Christian and 3A wins their third uh, fourth fourth consecutive overall title, third straight in 3A. 
And Mill Valley in 6A wins their first ever uh, state title in volleyball. Uh, they beat a couple of nationally ranked teams. A big uh, surprise there for them to get through and kind of kind of finishes the consensus number one overall team in Kansas. I want to go back to a couple of these. Uh, first and foremost, 1A D2, a pretty solid showing from Wallace County. They made it and finished third. I want to get your thoughts on that. And your thoughts just on that 3A tournament as a whole, as you know, I was there. And just to see the the, t- the storylines that happened, you know, Heritage Christian getting handed a loss by Beloit. Beloit having their uh, match and win streak, uh, set streak uh, snapped as well. Uh, and just the story, Smoky Valley making a great run into the finals after getting blown out by Heritage Christian. It was just an amazing tournament, that 3A. So your thoughts on that, as well as Wallace County in the third place finish in 1A D2. Yeah, you know, Wallace County, what a great season. You know, we had highlighted them in the preseason as a potential breakout team this year, uh, more so than maybe any other team that I that I know of. They took advantage of that um, um, homeschooled rule. Um, and Wallace County was expected to, to, to take a really big jump this year. They've got to beat rival Greeley County uh, to go to state. They, they certainly do. Um, and then, you know, to finish third, Hanover and Lebo, of course, Lebo wins it again. Those two were kind of a step above everybody else. But the big question I had was who was going to take third and fourth? And there was about five or six teams in that mix for Wallace County to finish third. I think they've got to walk away feeling just great about their season. Yeah, 3A, incredibly stacked. And there was going to be kind of an odd team left out. It was just going to happen. Smoky Valley, all these seniors, um, Hope Duncan, first-team All-State consensus player, Beloit loaded their best-ever team, and obviously then you have the uh, the Colossus in in uh, HCA with Van Corp going to Iowa State, Sarah Campbell, Sarah Campbell to Wake Forest, both are four-year starters, and for that whole kind of you know circ- circle to go was just extraordinary. We also saw in 4A, too, Clearwater beats Bishop Miege and doesn't qualify for the semifinals, and Miege goes on to win the state title with relative ease. Um, We saw it again in 3A, too. I know Beloit has got to be feeling sick because they wanted to face Heritage Christian in the final, uh, but it didn't happen. Um, the Smoky Valley took advantage of things, and they walk away with a second-place trophy. Smoky Valley, their goal all year was get to state and try to face um, Heritage Christian. So what a great 3A tournament. We knew somebody was going to be left out of that Final Four, and it happened to be um, Beloit this year. Uh, Connor Nickel, our guest here from K-Preps, and of course, Sunflower Sports Solutions, also known as S3. Let's transition to football. First week of the postseason was this past Thursday and Friday. What were some of the big takeaways uh, that you saw from this past week of playoff football? Yeah, and it's just setting up some of these colossal matchups. I think this is maybe the best week of the calendar year as far as the as far as the gridiron sports this would be a sub-state championship type of type of uh, you know weekend um you know you've got the round of 16 and every single class every quadrant every region almost every conference is still represented in some form um and i want to pinpoint the outwood 
Trigo game first. You know, Trigo has quietly had this great season. First district title in 20, 20 years. Um, they did lose to Hoxie 47 to nothing to start the season. They lost to Hill City as well. But then they got they got rolling. The sophomore, Ashton Wynn, uh, great season at quarterback, 700-plus yards, passing, 860 rushing. Their top five tacklers are all non-seniors. Cass Smith, a big, big year. Last year, Trigo allowed 32 points per game. This year, it's 14. And Trigo has been known for offense and such a great increase there on defense. Now, Rollins County, I think, does still win. Now, Rollins County, they lose to Hoxie. But if you look at that matchup, Rollins County rolled up 484 yards of total offense, Hoxie 276. Uh, but turnovers really uh, impacted things. Atwood actually led that game after three and three quarters. And then last week, Ryan Schramick against Lincoln in a very close game, 56 carries for 311 and two scores. It's very, very clear Rollins County is going gonna, is gonna to ride Ryan Schramick as much as possible. And as good as Joaquini has been this year, I don't know if they've seen, seen a player quite like that. What are your thoughts on the Wallace County-Dighton game? You kind of get that same type of storyline. Wallace County, you've been proven to be a really good defensive team uh, at times this year, how they shut down, you know, like a Thunder Ridge and other teams. They're facing off against a Dighton team and head coach Ken Simon that really do a good job of scoring points and throwing around the yard. Yeah, and obviously these two teams at various points this year have really been impacted by who has not been able to to apply. You know, Carson Schreimer, um, Schreimer, Dighton's great left-handed quarterback, hurt, hurt in week two. He's been out the whole year. They moved the uh, Kramer player, their, their tremendous receiver, to kind of a single-wing quarterback, um, and he has progressed and put up nice numbers. Dighton really only plays one senior, uh, but I had a coach text me, Last week, no one outside of Victoria gets better throughout a season quite like Dighton. It's really amazing to, to see, you know, Wallace County at times this year has been down key people, especially at um, skill spots. I've got Dighton as a slight favorite here. I think Kramer's going to be the best player up playing the field. But the toughness and the physical, uh, you know, strength that Wallace County brings can win games like this. I think Dighton can be a little bit more explosive in certain spots, but it's going to be that toughness of Sharon Springs versus that explosiveness of of the Dighton. One more eight-man game for you that I think is intriguing, probably because of what happened last week between Hill City and Clifton Clyde, which was an absolutely bonkers game. Now Clifton Clyde goes and takes on defending champ Leota, Wichita County. What are your thoughts on this game? Can we see a lot of points, or is this going to be a lopsided game? Oh, I think that WC is your clear West favorite. I um, actually spoke with Travis Davian, Hill City's coach, after that wild game last week. And, and Hill City, they scored with about 105 left in the game, and they almost felt like they had scored too early. You, know, you see this in some pro games. And it turned out that was the case. Clifton Clyde wins, um, you know, this crazy, crazy finish. But the consensus is Linden in the east, WC in the west are a step, maybe even two steps above everybody else. And they're on a collision course to play a mammoth game in Newton one month from now.
Are there any games at the 11 man uh, 11 man's rankings that you would think would be pretty good games this upcoming weekend? Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting games in in 1A and 5A and even 3A too. You know, Scott City um, has not lost to a Kansas team this year. They get Andale at home, who, of course, as we all now know, has lost to a Kansas team this year. And uh, so that's going to be a really intriguing 3A game. I think Andale is certainly better. Uh, but I think this could be a 21-6 to just grinding game. Scott City's gotten back to, to playing that traditional great defense. Uh, you've got the hockey game, of course, in, in, in the eight-man in the ranks. They face a lacrosse team that's much improved from last year. Four-year starter, Caden Morgan, at quarterback. I think Hoxie, Duncan Bell has had a huge year. Is definitely your, your favorite there with Mater and Watkins. Uh, but should be a very intriguing matchup. I think we're going to see, Ross, I think the big thing on Friday, we're going to see some upsets. We're going to see some some results um, that I think people are going to walk away like, wow, that was not expected. Um, the Western Athletic Conference, for the first time since 2011, has four of their five teams finishing 500 or better. Three teams are left. All of them are slight underdogs. But I think uh, Hayes High could go to Eisenhower and win. I think Great Ben could go to number one Capen and also win. So you're going to have some, some, I think, some eye-popping results uh, to come out of, out of these uh, games. I think TMP, you're a rematch with Norton. In Norton, they lost 26 earlier in some really bad weather conditions. That could be a very close game, too. All right, Nostradamus, you get your chance. You've done it before. Let's 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 put one put one game down that you think you'll see an upset in. I want to hear just one. Yes, Hayes High over Goddard Eisenhower. There you go. You heard it here, folks. Connor Nickel making that big prediction. Before we let you go, always love for you to have a chance to uh, highlight, of course, your sponsors, uh, BP Clean Right, and of course, Sunflower Sports Solutions. Who are your athletes of the week this week? Yeah, so we went with Quinter. Uh, Quinter just staked uh, cross country. The boys team winning a title. Uh, great story for them. Uh, that was uh, on the on the on the boys side. On the girls side, uh, South Gray volleyball um, had their best season on uh, all time, 40 wins. And then Allie Reed, their outstanding junior, uh, just had another marvelous year. And so we wanted to highlight those those two. Special thanks for everybody following us. And BP Clean Ride has done a great job. Um, sponsoring um, um, S3. Thank you, Connor. Appreciate the time. Safe travels this weekend to all your games, and look forward to visiting next week. Hey, certainly, Ross. Thanks so much. Once again, great stuff there from Connor Nickel of S3 and K Preps. Uh, let's get to our break. When we come back, we'll look at the regional college football and NFL slate, get some thoughts on those games, and, of course, picks to wrap up a Friday and a week. You're listening to The Morning Blitz.